Hi, Merch Money. We are live today with Jewel and, oh my gosh, a Satino <laughs> artist. That's how I know them. Arella? Orit. Orit. Oh yes. my gosh. And it even says it right there. I'm so sorry. That's um, okay. She has, it's a very weird name. I'm but... totally used to it. It's all good. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's the worst intro ever. We got to start over again. This is the only problem with going live is like you can't edit the video, <laughs> which normally I don't mind, except when I say the person's name wrong. So anyway, um, they have a, a YouTube channel that I've been following for a while. And they used to talk a lot about print on demand, but they've also talked about just in general for entrepreneurs like YouTube and how to monetize and and do all different things um so they're very inspirational and we will go through the whole story of how they got started and and give tips for all of you if you want to start your own youtube channel um so thank you guys thank you for being here thank you Thanks for, for having, having us. us it we were talking beforehand it has been a crazy week it's um oh, yeah. so <laughs> Yeah. We don't even know where to begin. It's, it's, I was telling them, I'm like, I feel bad even just like continuing on. Cause I know people are going through so much. Like I don't, I, it's so hard to know like how to act, like if you should be happy, if you should be cheerful, like normally I'm happy and cheerful, but I don't want people to think like I'm not understanding what you guys are going through. And it's, it's, a it's, everybody's just so discombobulated right now. It's like, how do you just go about your daily life? Right. Yeah. Like, Usually I'm posting really upbeat, motivational type stuff Positive and stuff, like yeah. resources. And I've ever since this went down last week, I've kind of stepped back a little yeah. bit from posting, done a couple live streams addressing what's been happening, celebrated my birthday online. Um, yeah. Just, yeah, just trying to see what's going on and how to post. But today's actually the first day that we're have a routine now and we've uh, mentally prepared ourselves okay this could be going in for at least a month or two so might as well have an actual routine now and try and get it back to like normalcy because last week I was like is this really happening this feels like a weird movie like yeah <laughs> totally yeah it's like last week we were pretty much recalibrating like yeah entire <laughs> just we didn't know what to do like with ourselves calling like, people it's like are you okay like what's yeah. happening how much groceries like <laughs> that's such a good way to say it like recalibrating because I didn't know what to do I'm like do I keep just doing shows like as if nothing's happening and people some people were like how could you do this how could you do that and but most people were saying like why would you stop doing shows like we need some normalcy we need some yeah. routine we do want to keep learning like a lot you know this is something we can actually do when we're home so might as well keep learning. So anyway, for anybody watching, I we're doing the best we can. It's just it's one of those things like we nobody's really been through a pandemic. Like we don't really know like what are yeah. you supposed to do in a pandemic? Yeah, totally new ground. And I was talking to Jewel um, the other day, and I'm like, okay, we had our usual routine, but yeah. we can't have that same routine now. So we need to make a new routine. We'll call it a new COVID routine. <laughs> A new there way of go. life, and um, which pretty much like we we had to build something new, and that is what like Jewel was saying. Today is the first day of us starting that the routine, and it it feels good. It feels good, and we're gonna keep that moving forward because like that's we don't what know keeps how us long. sane. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't know how long it's going to be, and like you said, people people need 
us right now. Like we yeah. need, we need each need other. Leaders, yeah. Um, we need, cause you know, we see our, our YouTube views and everything going up, our, our online courses, like people want to learn. They want to consume. They're all online now. People are bored. Like people are bored. People yeah. want to know what to do. People yeah. want to learn new things. Like my sister's learning about how to be a DJ right now. She's a dental oh, hygienist. Wow. Yeah, she's a dental hygienist, so completely different. And she loves music. So she's been uh, taking DJ courses online and like ordered some books. And like she's, uh, she's yeah, so this is the time. Books, books are great. I've been doing a lot of reading too. That, that, uh, that helps. Um, and I'm glad it's springtime because we have flowers blooming everywhere. Like I can at least look out the window and be like, oh, it's so pretty. <laughs> anyway, we'll, we'll go ahead and get into it. But I just wanted to kind of just, you know, address that we're, you know, we're going through it with you guys. We know, I know I've heard so many stories of, of people in our group, people in the YouTube channel that have lost their jobs or, you know, are not able to go to their jobs. And um, so we, we feel for all of you and it's, it's, I can't believe it's worldwide. Like, so everybody's experiencing this at the same, same time. Thing. Yeah. yeah. We're, all, we're all struggling. We're all trying our best. And, um, we're all thinking about you and, and hoping that we can help you in any way we can. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Yeah. Well, I, we planned this show a couple months ago, so I, I, we were not expecting this to happen for you today. No, did not think um, this was going to be happening. No, wasn't even on the mindset at all. But anyway, well, tell us from the beginning, for anyone who doesn't know you, um, how did you guys get into entrepreneurship? How did you meet? How did you get started? So yeah, I'm I'm Jewel. This is Arit. And we've actually known each other since grade eight high school, since we were like 12, 13 years old. Uh, we didn't become friends until like grade 10, 11, 12. And I was on route to become a nurse and Arit was on route to become a doctor. And at the time, those were kind of the main professions. Social media was not really in play, like Facebook, none of that existed uh, when we graduated from high school. And pretty much graduated, went to a local college here in Vancouver. And I was on my way to taking, um, to get into the nursing program, but before I could get in, um, my sort of inner self told me to just cut it and to just drop out. So wow. in the second year of college, I dropped out with no plan, nowhere to go. Like my parents were pretty upset with me and I just worked at McDonald's. Like I just, that was the job that I had at the time. And I just worked at McDonald's until I switched over to Starbucks, which, by the way, is pretty much the same thing. Just different, different <laughs> just smells. Different clients. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the same thing. And um, I found the book, uh, The Secret, uh, for those of you who know, it's like it was really popular back in 2008, nine. I randomly found this book. I read it and it changed my life, literally. Uh, at the end of the book, I said to myself, I want to become an entrepreneur and create something for myself. I had never thought that I could do something like that because uh, growing up doing school, especially high school, I wasn't very academic. I was great at art, like art in PE, physical education class. Um, I took sculpture. I was I was uh, took black and white photography. I was I loved, you know, clay and all that kind of stuff. But at the time, I was told that you can't make a living off of those kinds of mm. professions. 
now right. you, can age, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, now. now you can, but we didn't know that growing up. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, when I found that book, I became a different person. I told her read about it mm -hmm. and she was like, she invited me to a networking event because someone at her work said something about a networking event in Vancouver. Then we got our first taste of entrepreneurship and wow. it was 2010. And then, then we became obsessed every day after work, going to networking events, didn't know what we were doing. Like would it right. every coffee meeting, uh, any, if anyone pitched us anything, we would like, yeah, let's do it. So like we like did everything. We're that, like sponges. Yeah. Just yeah. Everything. I love that. Yeah. What so, like MLMs, we sold coffee, like um, websites, uh, blogging, like what anything that was really released during those times we did. Yeah, we were basically just kind of like we just loved being introduced to that networking meeting and being around other people who own their own businesses. We just loved that whole perspective of being able to work for yourself and getting to decide what you want to do with your day. Because like our lives were kind of like moving in parallel, like we were both kind of doing like living out the script to be somebody that we didn't want to be. Um, and it so was yeah, go ahead. I was just going to stop you there for just a second because I was going to say while while Jewel was dropping out of college and trying to figure it out, were you did you stay on the path of college and like getting a job and doing all of that? Like, what yeah, were you there, thinking yeah, yeah. while this was happening? She's yeah, totally smart. I'm like, <laughs> I was like the straight A's kid, right? Yeah. Which doesn't really mean much now, but um, but yeah, like so I was going to the University of British Columbia here um, in in Vancouver and. I was taking all of the prerequisites to get into med school. So I was taking all the sciences like biochemistry. I was really, um, I still am really into psychology. So I was taking a lot of psychology courses and actually got a degree in psychology. Um, but I, I took the MCAT twice, which is the medical admissions exam to get into med school. Mm -hmm. um, my marks weren't competitive enough. And so I, I just ended up go, uh, getting an office job that was in the field of mental health. Um, and so, yeah, I, it was like, I, I, it's weird because when school is over, like when all you know is school is learning, studying, doing exams, mm -hmm. like, and then you get thrown into the real world, you just feel like, okay, now what? Um, yeah. I've been doing so all of this learning to prepare for this thing called life, and I'm not really excited for it. Like, what what's going on? And did you so, feel prepared? <laughs> like, I did not feel prepared. No. I was like, I don't even understand um, what I'm supposed to be applying for, for, like, jobs and yeah. stuff. Like, I just was like... <laughs> I was in the business school. I felt like that must be a good way to get into business. <laughs> I'm like, I'm in the business school. But yeah. I had no idea where to apply. I have pretty much applied to anyone that came to the college. Um, got a ton of rejections. I ended up like finally getting a job as like a manager at Macy's, which was like, I could have, if I had just stayed working at Macy's, I could have become a manager without paying for college. Like, uh, it was a mess. I was, not, I was definitely not prepared for from yeah, college I mean, for life. You, you're you not taught to like really pay attention to, to, to listen to what you wanna do. You're not taught to like yeah. try so many different things to see what you enjoy and then follow those breadcrumbs. You're just basically taught to 
go get a really good job, a good paying job so you can yeah. support yourself. And like you just go for it. Like you're supposed at, you know, when I think about myself at 18, I'm like, I had no idea what the hell was going on. And you're ex telling me to choose my one life career life. at that moment. Like yeah. it yeah. was crazy. And then, yeah, I'm glad I ended up trying a bunch of different things. And then because I worked at McDonald's, you know, like eight hours on your feet, it's mm -hmm. crazy. It's hard, hard, hard work. And I have yes. a lot of respect for people who are in those jobs. Yes. It taught me that I didn't want to do that for the rest of my life. And I wanted to create something. I wanted to be more artsy, creative. Um, I've always been into video. I've always, ever since mm -hmm. I found out my computer had Windows Movie Maker, mm -hmm. I've always been into creating little like photo montages. Um, I had a little flip minnow HD camera. I don't know if you remember those. It was like a sliver camera. It was before like cell phones really got their cameras. Uh -huh. It was like a little sliver of a camera and it was called the flip minnow HD. And like, oh. I would always film oh. little videos on that thing. And then smartphones came out, iPhones, and then that kind of died. Um, but yeah, I've, I've always loved video and wanted to be creative. And I told myself that, I would want to create a job where I have fun, where I have yeah. fun creating something new. I get bored really easily. So having a nine to five did not work with my personality because when I got a, an, a real job, an office job in downtown at an insurance company, the first year I was good. I was totally excited because I could mm -hmm. actually have a chair, sit down, two computer screens and like, <laughs> I didn't have to ask people if I could go to the washroom. I could just go. And, you know, I was kind of left to do my own thing, take calls and that kind of thing. After a year, I became totally depressed. With that. <laughs> I, I just got to stop you for one second again. When you said, like, I didn't have to ask to go to the washroom. Like, this is where your, like, level of thinking is. And then when you're an entrepreneur, it's like you can do literally anything. Yeah. <laughs> but some jobs, you literally can't go to the bathroom or do anything without asking. Yeah. You no, definitely no. can't take a day off if you need a day off. Or, like, it's it's crazy what yeah. like, like how when, you're, when you're there's a lunch rush and you really need to go to the washroom there's 30 people you can't go and you can't just yeah. leave, like because you have like managers and stuff you have to ask yeah. them because they need to keep track of where the people are yeah. there's no mm -hmm. one on the till like those yep. things matter so yeah <laughs> yeah there's a lot of jobs like that like teachers how you can't really go to the bathroom anytime and oh yeah a lot of a lot of different kinds of jobs but anyway let's say hi to everybody in, that's watching we got patty yeah. watching she says she loves vancouver and uh -huh. she's asking if that's where you are yes. yep and thank then laura me. Teresa, thank you guys all for being here laura's saying she hated the cubicle world i <laughs> funny story about cubicle world I was just like how do you get a cubicle job like for some reason I kept finding like sales type jobs and I'm like I don't understand like how do you get a cubicle job <laughs> so Laura you're a step above me I couldn't figure it out I eventually got an office at, at some point in time but I had to go like a roundabout way of sales job after sales job after like like low-end manager type jobs and then eventually ended up at a nice office was when I was a loan officer, but it was still, it was still uh, sales. So yeah. I, I kind of envied the cubicle people. I'm like, how do you get one of these jobs? I got it by chance, like to be honest, cause I was, yeah. um, I was at Starbucks at the time getting bored of that. I had only been there for eight months when I realized this is the exact same thing as McDonald's pretty much mm -hmm. um, a little bit slower pace, not as many customers, but 
you know, one day I was, uh, it was a slow day and I said, does anybody know of any jobs? Like if, if anyone's hiring, like anything, I'll do anything at this point, something completely different, not in the food industry. Yeah. And then someone random, like a fellow coworker said, Oh, I have a friend who works at an insurance company. She said she's looking for people. And then I was like, great, give me her email or, and you know, I'll text her and stuff. I texted her and then she sent me this uh, email link to send my resume in read, help me with my resume. Cause she's really good at writing. She spruced it up, made me look good. Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> and then I got an interview and then got the job. And that's like, it was literally by chance. Cause I like one day said, Hey, are there any jobs around? <laughs> Amazing. You just never know. And I yeah. love your story. Well, first let me say hi. My, my dad's watching. Um, <laughs> you gotta say hi to merch dad. <laughs> <laughs> and then Christopher Kratz says he finally gets to watch one live. Hey, Christopher. Hey, Chris. And then Laura's laughing that I said cubicle people. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't mean to offend any cubicle people. Well, it looks good. Hey, if, first, if you but... enjoy it, you know, whatever you enjoy, like, you know, yeah, yeah. power to no, you. She said she didn't enjoy it before. Oh, but she she did. said it. I, I was saying it in a good way. I wanted to have a job like that. Yeah. To me, like I was standing on my feet all day. Like I, I was, I was a manager at a retail store. Like it's not, it's just like working retail. I mean, you, you just stand all day basically. So yeah. you know, it, I, um, I was able to kind of like, kind of like how you went from McDonald's to Starbucks where you're like, well, it's kind of like better somehow. I did that with going to a bank, like, Oh, working mm -hmm. at a bank is somehow better than retail slightly. Like customers treat you better, yeah. but it's, same exact thing. You're standing all day. You're still selling something. You're selling checking accounts instead of clothes. It's the exact same job. You just yeah. get slightly more and customers treat you slightly better, but it's, it's the same thing. So I was like, man, how do I get out of this like, <laughs> <type> of job? <laughs> world. Um, but anyway, um, so so you guys, so you read The Secret, which I love that story of having like a book change your life. Because for me, it was the same kind of thing where like I was on like one kind of path and all of a sudden I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad and it kind of like changed my whole life. I was like, whoa, <laughs> it felt so like, sometimes you read a book, you're like, oh, that sounds like a good idea. And you go on with your life and you like never think about it again. But that one, when I was reading it and the, the way they were describing middle-class poor and rich like I knew for absolute fact that middle class and poor was right the way he was describing it mm -hmm. so I was like the only one I didn't know for sure was rich people so I was like I gotta learn <laughs> so you so, gotta get into the rich people crowd yes, learn, learn this way of thinking because it was so different like he described the thinking process for each group. And I mean, I haven't not gotten there yet, but it, it changed my way of thinking. And that started me down the entrepreneur route. Um, but so did you read, did you read the secret too? Or what were you thinking when, when Jewel was going through the, all this stuff? Yeah, I, sh yeah, she shared it with me. I read it and I was like, wow, that's an entirely different way of thinking and of treating what happens to you. But in fact, like things don't happen to you, you make, you know, you manifest things by attracting, you know, the law of attraction, that kind of thing. It was just really interesting. And it, um, it made me see how much I don't know, like, you know, I'm, cause we're, we're always like, 
we get so used to a way of thinking of life, like tunnel vision and all that, that really opened up something new. And that kind of sprung about this whole obsession with reading more personal development books. And I really, really loved the four hour work week when I read mm -hmm. that. Um, and that also like led to so many other things. So like we, during that time, just kept absorbing things like sponges. And at the same time, we were also doing what we love doing the most too. Like I'm really into music. I'm, I'm a performing artist, so I write my own songs and sing and that kind of thing. Still doing that today. Um, but I, at that time, you know, when I was working that job, I was like, yeah, let me do something for this dream of, of singing in front of people. Like that terrified me at the time. Um, so I started like, I reached out to a company to record, to help record my first song. And that just kind of blossomed into like going on tour across Canada, writing more music, releasing more albums. And it was just like so amazing, a dream come true. And me really realizing how, how, how real the secret actually is. Mm -hmm. So, you know, like, yeah, so that, that whole thing was going on at the same time. And uh, Jewel said we were trying out different things in business, different business models. Um, we started off, well, we actually started off very first thing in business was to create a greeting card company. <laughs> that was our first business. That was our idea. very yeah. first business. Yeah, it yeah, was like creative and you know, yeah. I, I, I was artsy, right? And then Arit was really good with crafting. She was a crafter. She had experience making greeting cards just for her family and friends. And so when we decided, okay, uh, we're going to be entrepreneurs now, what are we good at? And then we just started like spitballing ideas when we were at Starbucks. And then we're like, okay, you, you like doing construction paper. I like uh, paints and then a uh, greeting card company. And then we're just like, okay, we're greeting card company. Literally just jumping <laughs> into it. Like, no. That leads perfectly to merge. Like, I, I bet you guys just joined right away. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we did actually when I found out about um, Merge by Amazon. But yeah, pretty much we just like decided we went to a craft store, spent like three, four hundred dollars buying like all different kinds of tools and, and materials tried to make our own paper and, you know, obviously failed at that completely when we tried to make our own paper out of paper. Like, so we wanted to, we wanted to be environmentally friendly. So we took like scrap papers and we're like, let's recycle this paper. We're going to be eco-friendly greeting card company. And then we tried to make the paper, tried to follow some instructions from a blog. Um, at the time, YouTube channels weren't that huge yet. And then the p first, sheet of paper we ever made was about a one inch thick tablet <laughs> that was so grumbly and like even with the thickest sharpie pen you can't even write on it because it was like a, a stone grumbly tablet and then stone we grumbly that. Tablet. yeah we yeah. made that and we're like mm. I don't know if this is gonna work uh, this is, yeah we're not gonna <laughs> and do then that. on to the next thing um, um but what really like led us to YouTube was like we we got into like the marketing game. So like we started designing websites for clients because someone in that networking group that we were introduced to um, gave us this whole course or resource on WordPress, how to design WordPress websites. Nice. So we just like took that in, absorbed it. We built our own site and we started helping other artists because we were like with me doing my music and everything, we were around other like music artists and everything. So we offered those services to them. And then we learned more about social media and started releasing our stuff on there. And 
you know, the one thing that really kind of um, was the thing that we doubled down on in the end is YouTube because, you know, it all started with Jewel throwing up one video. A tutorial, a tutorial video on Facebook banners back when the Facebook banner was vertical. I don't know if you remember that. I don't Facebook remember that. I like it was on the left hand side of the yeah. screen. I don't know when YouTube came out, but for some reason, I just was not, it was just not in my, I, I, none of my friends talked about YouTube. I just wasn't thinking about YouTube. It wasn't until, um, my stepson got really into it. And then I would just kind of watch videos with him. And I kind of just assumed it was for kids because he's the one who told me about it. <laughs> and so then I finally, like quite a while after he had watched YouTube for a long time, I finally was like, I wonder if there's anything for adults on here. Like literally I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I finally looked and it was like, I think it was like 2013 or something before I ever looked at YouTube. Wow. And I like started to realize, and I read, I read Rich Dad Poor Dad um, in 2013, I think, 2013 or 2014. It was the beginning of 2014, I think I read uh, that book. And so then I immediately started searching things on YouTube when I read that book. But that kind of got me into watching YouTube videos. Before that, it was either TV or just see friends or whatever. Like I'd never even thought about YouTube. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. But you guys started early. So when was that first video uploaded? So we had originally started the YouTube channel back in 2011 is when I signed up for the account. But okay. we didn't really do very much to it. And we had uploaded videos sporadically here and there. Yeah. Along up until year 2015 was just here and there, whatever just type of uploads. Uploading. And then when we got to 2015, um, back then they used to send you emails when you'd get a new subscriber. I, mm -hmm. I have, I don't think they do it anymore, but we used to get these new emails and we used to get like one new subscriber every week or every two weeks. And then it got to the point where we got 300 subscribers without even trying. Mm -hmm. And then I, I said to Arita, I was like, Hey, we keep getting these subscribers. Like, what if we actually really put effort into our YouTube channel and make a go at it? So in 2015, we started uploading more. We didn't have a schedule yet. We were just uploading whenever we felt like basically. And then that brought us to close to a thousand subscribers when we got an email from YouTube and it was one of their YouTube partner managers. And at the time they were running a program for up and coming YouTubers small channels that they saw were taking action and they emailed us. And in the actual email, they said, yes, I do work at YouTube. You can check me out here on LinkedIn and that kind of stuff. Cause I thought it was spam at first that someone from YouTube is like messaging me yeah. Yeah. 700 we subscribers. It was a fake email. Yeah. yeah. So it was real. It was a person that worked at YouTube and they were offering a three call mentorship. Each call was about 30 minutes and they would take a look at your channel and give you one-on-one -on -one advice based on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Amazing. We were so excited. And you know, one of the things that she told us was you're doing a great job, but choose a schedule. And uh, on each day that you choose to upload, if it's once a week or more than once a week, upload the same kind of video on that day so that your audience can expect the same kind of content, much like how TVs and channels, they have wow. at 8 p.m. Your favorite show was gonna come on. It's not gonna come on at five, not gonna come on at 10. It's gonna, at the time um, when everything was like scheduled on TV, you would know that on Fridays at this time, you would find that show. 
Yeah. And we're like, do that for your YouTube channel. So we decided to go really extreme because we were so excited. <laughs> we went Monday to Thursday and each day of the week was going to have its own uh, theme or topic. So on Mondays, we were going to talk about ways to make money online that we were currently doing. And then Tuesdays was social media tutorials because we we knew so much about how to do things, little things on mm -hmm. Facebook, mm -hmm. on YouTube, on um, Twitter, things like that. And then Wednesdays was video creation Wednesdays because I started to learn this uh, editing software called Camtasia. Mm. And someone gave it to me for free at the time. And I just became obsessed with it. And Arit mentioned, hey, why don't you create tutorials on Camtasia? And at the time, I was like, nobody wants to learn about Camtasia. But then I created that it's tutorial. Like one of our most popular days. Yeah, I, I gotta watch all those because I know nothing about video <laughs> There's editing. There's like hundreds of tutorials on Camtasia currently. Like it's it's yeah. gotten crazy, and like I actually have these Camtasia fans now, which is like so weird. <laughs> now Wednesdays is actually content creation in general. Like we've since kind of adapted a little bit, but there's a ton of video editing tutorials on there. And then I've started doing some graphic design tutorials as well. Yeah. Um, basically our channel is everything to do with um, marketing, money, marketing, and mindset for creative entrepreneurs. And underneath that, it's, it's resources. Yeah, it's resources to help grow your business online. So um, we're definitely a tutorial-based resource channel. Yes. Amazing. I think tutorials do so well. I, I think that's one thing that, that our channel's missing. We, we definitely need to do more tutorials every so often we'll do a tutorial and just kind of throw it in there but we don't have like set schedule for tutorials we do have a set schedule for interviews which is it used to be just every monday at eight um that was all last year and then this year we added in thursdays at noon so nice. interviews are also yeah. like a really great way to grow your channel yeah. so yeah we we were doing some as well we need to start that up again. that's yeah for us we were we're all tutorials, but then we're trying to work in a system of doing like interviews yeah. and stuff, which is like different for us. Cause yeah, we do like, you know, sharing the audiences with other people and the knowledge to share yeah. with each other. So it's like, yeah, that's something we definitely need to work on. Yeah, interviews leverage, um, they leverage other people's audiences, whereas uh, how to stuff leverages what people are searching for. Yes, so, so I think that's why I, not on purpose, but, I think I partly I gravitate towards just interviews because I like talking to people. Mm -hmm. um, but I think like SEO is not my main, main thing that I'm great at. Like I, I've learned and I've gotten better with it, but I still don't feel like it's one of my main strengths. So I think um, if it was one of my main strengths, I probably would have gravitated towards tutorials because I would know like, this is what people are searching for on YouTube. Like I should do a tutorial with this, information but instead i'm always just thinking like who do i want to talk to what do i want to learn and i just sort of like without looking at seo without any like proper research i'm just like oh i like Essentino artists let's see if they want to be on the show like that's literally how i how i go about it and that's why our channel is not as big as it probably should be but it's it's grown enough just because you know, I talk to so many different people. Like if people search for you and then somehow they see this video, yes. they just stumble upon the channel. So there's exactly. different ways to grow about it, but. Yeah, it is, yeah. SEO isn't actually like, we, we Nobody teach a really lot of clients <laughs> on uh, starting yeah. their YouTube channel. We mentor a lot of people on starting a channel and that's like the one thing that nobody really enjoys very much. Except for, <laughs> there are people that do. 
Yeah, there's yeah. like one think. person that likes it that we know, but like for the most part, nobody. It's so dry. It's very dry. But it's important. Oh, like it it's really very important. Help, it really does help attract organic views on an ongoing basis. Like as mm -hmm. as long as you're consistently pumping out content and you know how to optimize it, that just keeps working for you in the long run. And you know that's why it's like such a good time to start a YouTube channel right now. Yeah, it, it really is, and it, I think it's a good time for me to just force myself to to, to pay attention because I watched your okay. So uh, you have courses and different things. So I took one of them um, on uh, starting the YouTube channel and and on um, TubeBuddy, and yes. I was I knew about TubeBuddy already, but like watching you do it, I'm like. I don't really do this. Like I know how to do it, but I don't really do it. So that's something I need to just get myself to do a better job with. Cause I'll just be like, Oh, I'll just put this keyword in that keyword. Like I won't sit there and look at TubeBuddy and figure out the really right. the right ones to use. So I, I definitely need to work on that. Yeah. Um, we use TubeBuddy religiously. Like we, we love it so much. We use it for optimizing every single video and like, yeah, it, it does give you a certain level of, um, like it's more deeper keyword research using that mm -hmm. tool, but it kind of makes it easy for you because it just kind of spits out that score, right? You've snapped. Yeah, I, I've used, so I, when I first started YouTube, I just started one under my own name. Um, and then I thought of the idea of doing merch money and I asked some other people to do it with me and we started a separate channel, which is the channel we're on now. But when I did the channel myself, I used TubeBuddy and then for merch money, I tried vidIQ because somebody told oh, me yeah to use that one um mm -hmm. but I, they're, they're very very similar so it's it's basically the same thing but i have both <laughs> so, yeah yeah they um, definitely are similar um i i've i don't think i've used vidIQ before but like tubebuddy i think pretty much every youtuber we know uses tubebuddy to get yeah. to do their seo research yeah it's it's no. really powerful yep the there's one difference that I do know between vidIQ and TubeBuddy is that um, TubeBuddy will show you the score for that keyword phrase that you're doing the research on. It will show you the score for your specific channel. So it will show you whether your channel can rank for it, whereas vidIQ shows you like a general sense of whether that keyword is good to rank for. Um, okay. and that's good for two, like uh, on the TubeBuddy side, that's good that it's showing its score for your specific channel because every channel is different in terms of like the amount of activity, like how often you upload, like how new it is and yeah. you know, whether you're getting people commenting on your videos and all that. So it factors all of that stuff in. All right. So uh, we definitely, the whole point of the YouTube show today was to talk about YouTube. So guys, we're about to talk about it, but I wanted to real quick go into, um, um, I know you guys did merge and and um, Teresa's asking if you still do it. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Did you uh, start merge right when it first came out, 2015? Yeah. 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 So in the entrepreneurial world, when something new gets launched, everybody knows about yeah. it. So found out about it and had zero experience in that kind of thing. Arit at the time was not even doing, like you weren't really a graphic designer yet. Yeah, I wasn't point. fully designing things, but I just kind of, I became more of a designer as things. I, I always say that, I'm like, when is the line where you become a designer? Cause I still yeah. say I'm not a designer. And I'm like, I'm a lot of shirts. Like when do you cross over into designer territory? I don't know. <laughs> you just kind of, you decide. Yeah. <laughs> really. well, 
you know, when we when we had 300 subscribers, I was already calling us YouTubers. I was already exactly. calling us yeah. we're YouTubers. And then some people were like, but you only have 300 subscribers. But then other people are like, that's so awesome. You have 300 subscribers. So it was like mixed emotions. But from the very beginning, we called ourselves YouTubers. Um, but yeah, in terms of uh, Merch by Amazon, when it came out, I loved the concept because slightly before that, people were doing the Shopify model with mm -hmm. uh, print on demand. Mm -hmm. But I didn't want to start a Shopify store on my own, do the marketing on my own. I wasn't really into that. I did like the whole t-shirts thing. Like I, I love t-shirts, I love graphic tees and all that kind of stuff, but I didn't like that model. So mm -hmm. when by Amazon came out and it's like, you provide the graphic and then you upload it and then Amazon takes care of customer service, shipping it out. You don't even yeah. get the customer's name, which can be a good and bad thing. Um, I really loved that model. And then I remember telling Arita, I was like, hey, this could be like a passive kind of income stream. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we did it for a good solid year and a half. At one point we were getting it up to uh, like $1,500 a month off of royalties just on Merch My Amazon. Mm -hmm. But then everyone came and then yeah, it was harder, the yeah. and then it just went down like crazy. And then um, we actually, because, because it is like, you don't get contact with the customers. Mm -hmm. um, we also created an Etsy store, mm -hmm. which we actually Arit managed that. And she actually really enjoyed the interaction with the customer, yeah, the, I'm cu a people person. the customization, like, Putting, being able to put our face on it, but still having like Etsy and Printful take care of all the shipping and stuff. Right. So after a while, to be honest, um, we got kind of bored with it because yeah. it wasn't fulfilling our needs anymore. So right now it's still going. Like it's still, right. it's like truly That's the good thing about merch. You can like pick it up whenever you want. Yeah. Like you That's can let thing. it run in the background. It's still there when, when if we need it. And yeah. it still generates like a monthly income, but we haven't touched it in a while. Right. But yeah, but we do suggest it to anyone starting out. Like you don't even need to be a graphic designer. Like you can make yeah. things so simple. You can just type a word out and put and upload that as a design. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, I, re I, re I remember our first, sh uh, the first shirt that I designed was um, it's a word yup, like Y U P, period. <laughs> People love stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, it was like in really strong block lettering, just made that and that sold a bunch of times. And then um, just like really funny stuff that I would think of and, and just like do it in text. And that's, you know, yeah. that was me being graphic designer. And she yeah. actually designed stuff for real, but like. That <laughs> <laughs> is designing stuff for real. Like somebody gave me, like I ran a, a marathon with, or a half marathon with my cousin. And so she wanted to give me like a running um like something to do with running gift for christmas so she got like a really cute christmas um ornament that said 13.1 that's it like it's just the number 13.1 but people love it because it's like that has to do with the marathon and then a shirt that literally said runner on it but like in italics and like i don't know somehow it looked good and i'm like yeah. oh my god like, people are gonna think i designed this shirt and just put runner but <laughs> It's, it was in an actual store and it was selling and she loved it and got it for me. So I'm like, people love simple stuff. Yeah. It doesn't have to be so complicated. Yeah, and you can totally. definitely be so simple with it. Yeah. We actually found like the, that those are the shirts that's selling more or like the simple designs. 
Yes, simple, simple. Um, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff. I have simple shirts to sell and then more, you know, shirts that I've bought from designers that are a little bit more elaborate and they do sell too. So there, it's a range. It depends on like, it depends on how much, so many factors, like how much competition there is in that niche, like how long you've had it listed, how many reviews you have, keywords, all of it. Yeah. Um, so Daniel just joined. Thanks, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Um, hi, Daniel. And hi. And um, uh, okay, so I think everything else was about YouTube. So let's let's go into that. So you you I think I found I'm trying to remember when I found you guys. I think I found you when you were talking about merch a lot. I think that's how mm -hmm. I found your channel. Um, so you were talking about merch on your channel, and um, we were doing episodes. It was an episodic uh, kind of like merch by Amazon show where I would give these updates updates on our journey. So like episode one was like, I've just signed up for merch by Amazon. Let's see how this goes. And then <laughs> it went, it went on until like, yeah, until we got the high. And then I, I eventually alluded that, you know, we no longer enjoy it as much and we want to focus on our YouTube channel. But yeah, I mean, we're always still recommending it as it is an easy way to start an online thing. Like you have zero experience. It's very easy to get into it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And it builds over time. Like every time you sell stuff, then you can get up to a new tier. You have more room to, to put more shirts. Um, and now with the multi uploader, you can upload them so fast that I feel like you could kind of fill up all your slots and then go back to some other kind of business and then go back to merch, you know, once you have more, I don't know. It's, it's very flexible. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I like that. But Anyway, so you got more and more excited about YouTube, I guess. Well, I guess you never stopped. Like you started off excited and just kept being excited. So what um, what tips do you have for people that are thinking like about starting a YouTube channel? So right now, like when all this started to go down with the world and we realized that, you know, everyone's literally going to be online our watch time and our views have gone through the roof right now, especially that we are a tutorial based channel. And so we did a live stream and we're saying like, if you ever thought about starting a channel or you need to start a channel now because you know, you might not have a job coming back after all this, like there are people that are gonna be laid off um, or al already laid off. This is literally the best time to start a YouTube channel. Now that might seem really daunting and scary to people because they're like, what? what do I start a channel on? The easiest thing that I can tell you right now is to start a channel, either like a, a product review channel and uh, review things in your home. And people might be like, what? No one's gonna watch a review channel on this and that. You'd be surprised what people are looking up and reviewing. like appliances, you know, like gadgets you have, camera gear, whatever hobby you're into, start with that. And it's a great idea. I never even thought of doing that. In home, like, and people are always, I know that when I'm looking to buy something, mm -hmm. I look at reviews. I, I, I do watch a video to see like how the thing works or whatever. It's usually yeah. gear that I'm looking up, but start a review channel, very easy to do. You've got like, no need to buy anything new to start it. Don't need crazy equipment or gear. You could literally film it with your phone. Mm -hmm. And then, and people are probably wondering like, how do you make money with that? So 
YouTube, initially when you start a channel, you can't monetize until you get to 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours. But that doesn't mean you still can't make money from your channel in other ways. You can yeah. sign up for a free Amazon Associates account, free for everyone to do. Mm -hmm. And uh, you can literally find any product on Amazon. Like there are so many, millions and millions. Mm -hmm. Like if you have something in your home, it's probably on Amazon. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do a quick review video, honest review video. Don't be selling something. Don't be sharing something that you don't like. And yeah. to people, like be honest about it. Choose things that you know are good products. Film it on your phone. Upload, upload it on your channel. Grab the link from Amazon Associates. Put it in your description. Boom, you've, you've done affiliate marketing. A very simple version of it. And over time, you know, when you start doing these review videos, they'll start to stack up and people, people do click on your links, especially if you're directing them down there. And if you're giving a real legitimate, honest review uh -huh. and say at the end of your video, you know, if this was helpful for you guys, please um, consider purchasing through my Amazon affiliate link down in the description below. Price will stay the same, but I do get a small cut which I'd be very appreciative of. Just a simple line like that. And if you have provided full value to the person explaining why that product is good, price or whatever, then they'll click on your link and it all adds up. And right now it's a crazy time for people. So that's, that's the easiest way I would say for people to start a YouTube channel and to make money like right now. Obviously the money won't come in right away because Amazon Associates pays until the next month you have to do, you do need to reach a $100 threshold to get your first uh check but you know when people start clicking around it all adds up you know yeah yeah for sure so that's yeah. kind of what I would say and if you don't know how to start an Amazon associates account or how to start a YouTube channel like we obviously have a course we have for that. a ton of we have like 1200 tutorials on how to do this stuff um which you know we'll put in the description below or whatever but yes, definitely check out their youtube channel um and their courses but um i the youtube channel you you guys are up to what over 20,000 subscribers and we're at uh, well, we, we just passed 28,000 subscribers 28,000 amazing 30 so yeah it's amazing. been a amazing journey for us it's just one of those things where it's like you just start somewhere it's like and it just keeps growing over time um so i love that idea of a review channel i for some reason never even thought of that um what other kind of channels what about like like I, I, one reason I like YouTube is because it ranks well in Google. So does it help? Do you feel like it helps brands? Cause I feel like it does, but I don't know what you think. Like if someone has built a brand on Etsy or they've built a brand, some kind of entrepreneur brand, do you feel like it's a good idea to have a YouTube channel along with their brand? Oh, absolutely. It's a complete, like it gives you a level of you exposure. Up if you're able to rank your videos on Google and, or just show up in the search engine rankings when someone's typing something in on YouTube, like that positions you as an authority and gives mm -hmm. a certain level of credibility. So it definitely adds to um, uh, like leveling up the authority of your brand mm -hmm. and just also like being visible, just being, you know, brand it's brand exposure and them getting to see you and connect with you. Yeah. Um, those videos that where you're actually in it, 
in the video are there's just so much power in that because you are connecting with that viewer connecting with that other person and bringing them into your world and offering value and you know it's it's huge it's it's like youtube is it's a form of leverage in so many different ways like it's yeah. not just like marketing it's like leverage over like brand and like making money and creating getting to create every day so it's really like that's why we we're so passionate about it and we tell mm -hmm. people to start channels on just you can start a channel on anything just Literally. make something <laughs> that you're passionate about the other thing I was just thinking about is um, reviewing books because we all read, oh, yeah. well, not all, but a lot of entrepreneurs like, love reading books. Like I love yeah. reading books. Um, so when you finish a book, you could do a review of the book or, or just say what you learned from the book or yeah. you know, like a motivational video almost like, you know, what your takeaways from this book or that book. Um, I even review audiobooks like Audible. Uh, audible.ca.com so when i when i finish listening to an audiobook i'll do a review on the audiobook and put our affiliate link to the audible book oh so my gosh how have i missed those i am so sorry <laughs> i'm the worst host ever i guess like when you were doing a lot more with merch i was watching a lot more often because i was learning merch at the time yeah. <laughs> so yeah. i'm like out of the loop now I gotta listen to those. I, yeah, no I, I, um, and I need to do videos like that because I would love that. Um, and I love how you guys have evolved. Like, I think we sometimes people get stuck where it's like, okay, I, I started this one kind of business, so I have to stay there. Mm -hmm. But it's like you, you worked merch into your channel, and then now you're working books in and all kinds of stuff you can work into your YouTube channel or just your your type of business you want to do. Yeah, for us, we have done our YouTube channel differently than what most guru YouTube gurus will say. Most will say start it on one thing and then blow it up that way. But yeah. for us, the, and our thinking is that you might not want to do that thing forever. Yeah. And then when you change, it might be hard on your audience. So mm -hmm. from the very beginning, our channel has been about our journey our entrepreneurial journey and so yeah, yeah we did do merch and we're doing it we don't do it so much in, now and we've done other things that we've talked about that we don't do so much now and we've we've evolved yeah. and our our fans uh come along the journey with us and we kind of mm -hmm. made it very clear in the beginning that yeah. you know this isn't a channel only about one thing now don't get me wrong if we if i had created a channel strictly on merch by amazon or amazon fba I would probably, we would probably have 100,000 subscribers, growth. like yeah. way more probably, but I don't really do those things anymore. So I would probably yeah. have to ditch the channel or talk about something else, but then lose a bunch of people or subscribers yeah. and just I, have it be I, a harder I, transition. I think that's one reason why I wanted to call the show merge money and not like my name or something. Cause I, I also started my name as a channel because I feel like with my name, I could evolve and grow and have whatever I want on there. But with Merge Money, I did try to focus it more on print on demand and merch and things like that. But I still throw in stuff like this because it all relates together. Like, you know, if you have a print on demand business, it, there, it's not bad to also have a YouTube channel. Um, yeah, absolutely. So we'll, we'll see how it all goes. But the good thing about being an entrepreneur is you can do what you want. 
whatever you want on it um, you can do like a straight up channel just like what um joel was doing on our channel just creating episodes sharing your merch journey you could create a channel strictly on that like just make it something that you love talking about and you you want to share and as long as you're consistent with uploading a video then that's you know you're gonna see that growth for sure yeah well, everybody's saying they love this and great ideas. Um, let's see if there's any questions we missed. I'm so sorry, guys. Um, Christina's not feeling well, so she's not. Um, no worries. <laughs> when Christina's on, she's so much better than me at keeping up with the chat and answering everybody right away. Um, uh, so this is Jacob Tapping. He's saying YouTube is a net traffic driver towards any brand store. Yes, Christine, such a great idea. I feel like I always have too many ideas. I never know when I'm going to overwhelm myself with bright, shiny object syndrome. Mm. Yeah, one Sorry. thing to help with that is write all of those ideas down. The same thing happens to me. I look at something and I'm like, YouTube idea, YouTube video, YouTube video, YouTube video. I write literally all of them down. I've uh, gotten that uh, habit down where as soon as I think of an idea, I write it down. Might happen, might not happen. And then when I'm ready to film videos, I just go through my list and then choose the ones that I'm going to do for that specific day and then film those. And then because sometimes you might not be thinking of ideas and sometimes you might, but just just jot them all down. Just mm -hmm. spill them out from your head. I, I love that. Do you have any kind of way to keep track of those? Like, do you have a system or like a notebook or where do you put the ideas? Yeah, I, I write them down uh, on a notebook and computer because uh, sometimes I don't always have like my computer or whatever. So I do have a notebook. I and use then, Evernote. Yeah, she uses Evernote. As soon as they're done, I literally delete the idea from it. Um, okay. So it's like the goal is to keep getting it smaller and smaller, the list smaller and smaller. So it's like a little ideas game that I have with myself. And if you ever know you can create little check boxes. So it feels really yes. good. Yeah, if you ever know, right now I'm just using the notes thing on my phone, like on the yeah. iPhone and have like a little oh, note so thing. Yeah. But it has check marks too. So I do the same thing. Awesome. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, just one of those things there's always so many different ideas to go after and it's just up to you like how many you want to do how many you don't want to do um absolutely i see i see a question here from patty how often would you post on youtube mm -hmm. um, so patty that really depends on you and what is a realistic goal for you in terms of uploading if it's yeah. one a week awesome keep it up with the same day like every monday for example or every wednesday um, if it's two a week, great. If it's one every other week, then that's also good. Just whatever it is, make sure you can stick to it. And then you can always add more videos in as you get that system down better. Yeah. Um, it's just harder to, to like, go backwards. Yeah, to go back. If you're starting with three videos a week and you're like, no, 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 can't do this. One. <laughs> yeah. And then it gets inconsistent and then you get discouraged and just quit altogether. Yeah. So it's, um, yeah, we started with just one and that was enough. I mean, trying to make sure you have a guest every Monday, it was like, it's a lot of work. Um, yeah. You're managing, you know, your schedule, other people's schedules, crazy stuff happening in the world. Like we did not think all of this would be happening. I mean, when you signed up 
none of us were like, oh yeah, there's gonna be a pandemic that day. Like, yeah, <laughs> and we're gonna be all in hibernation and like- We had no clue. So just keep a schedule. You just don't know what's gonna pop up or what's gonna happen. Um, but even just for yourself. So even if you're not interviewing people still in your own life, stuff happens all the time. So if you can, I would start with probably just one a week and then just see how it goes. And then if you feel like you're handling it well, then slowly add in another one. For me, it's like, <laughs> it was a full year at one a week. And then now I'm adding in the other one and it's nice. It almost feels like it's a little much. So we'll see. We'll see. But so far, so far it's, it's been working. Um, but uh, yeah, so what other tips do you have for people? Once they figure out their idea, they figure out their schedule. Um, I'm trying to think what other obstacles, I guess uh, some people are just nervous to be on camera. Do you have any tips for that? Like how to overcome just the fear of starting one? Yeah, so the when I was giving the idea of starting like a review channel, um, someone even said like unboxing, yeah, unboxing videos. Those mm -hmm. are really simple to do. Like. You don't need to try so hard. Like what we try to do is in our videos, we try to talk as if we're talking to a friend. So we literally just think about how would we explain whatever we're trying to explain to a friend. Don't try and be, don't try and orchestrate your sentences all crazy. So if you are doing a review channel, say something like, okay, I'll have this like water bottle. This is a really beat up swell water bottle. <laughs> which I've been using for a long time and I actually did a review video on the swell bottle like many, many when years ago. When it wasn't beat up. Yeah, when it was like, <laughs> so I would say something like, all right guys, so today I'm gonna be doing a review on the Sip by Swell water bottle. I've been using this for four years now and as you can see, it's like- all add this. Yeah, like you can just- Add this clip to that old video. Yeah, so you can be yeah. like, I really did love it. I'm still using it. Yeah, I, I actually wanted to do an update and say it's still going. It's still going after all these years. It's like at least four years old, I think. Yeah, but like just be casual. You know, don't don't try so hard as if it were a friend, a family member or friend. And just like just describe it. That's why I said do review videos and just say what you like, things that you don't like. How much did it cost? Where did you get it from? You can get it on Amazon. Um, yeah, don't don't jump into trying to do like um, tutorial videos just yet. Like do these kinds of things and just like explain how would you use the appliance or the gear or whatever. Yeah, really Unless it's something that you already know how to do. Like sometimes yeah. tutorial videos could be like showing someone how to do eyeshadow or showing like yeah, you know, something that's fairly simple that you do all the time. Like it might not be too difficult to do a tutorial. But yes, I mean, somebody somebody did like a tutorial on like how to boil water or something, like something so simple and you're like, nobody's gonna yeah. need this. And then somebody yeah. looked it up. <laughs> yeah, I think I saw um, some, there was like a tutorial video that someone made years ago on how to unclog a toilet and it has millions and millions oh of views. But it was literally just like using the plunger, you know, like, <laughs> and- I remember, I looked up something so basic. I forget what it was. It was something like steaming broccoli or something so yeah. simple, but I was just like, is, is, am I doing it right? Like, is this the way you're, everybody else does it? And I looked and it was like, it was the same kind of thing. Like literally, some people in the comment were like, you seriously made a video on how to steam broccoli? But people, it was like literally- <laughs> 
Like I, I before, like when this was all going down. So I was looking up how to properly like freeze um, meat, like in the freezer, like how to do it properly. Cause I didn't want to leave it in the regular um, grocery uh, styrofoam thing that it comes in. I wanted to yeah. whip it up, package away, put it in Ziploc, like whatever. And like, yeah, I looked up video on how to do that. I didn't know how to do that properly. Yeah. So yeah, I mean like- You literally, never know, literally anything you know how to do, make a video and see what happens. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. See what happens. See, see what, see what kinds of videos you like filming. See what you don't like. See what works. See, like you'll be surprised sometimes the videos that actually get like a ton of views. Like mm -hmm. when Arif was doing this Etsy video on explaining how the Etsy fee payment works, like the cost of the, selling yeah. Etsy, and it was like a paint document. Her scribbling, like very dry type, twenty minute tutorial video of her explaining that whole thing. And then that video like blew up. It's like an, our number one video right now. And we never expected that one to be the number one. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like people love that video. Awesome. Well, I'm so sorry that I forgot to be keeping track of time and we literally have already gone a whole hour. So you guys are amazing. You've talked, you, you're so easy to talk to and I could talk to you all night, but um, I, I guess just in the last, however, I, I don't know if you have to go or what your time schedule is like, but I guess just anything else you wanted to say, maybe about your channel or about your course or anything you want to tell us. Sure. Um, I mean, yeah, we don't have anywhere to go. Like as nobody <laughs> does right now. Yeah. Literally. Well, that's true. There we go. Well, <laughs> well we can definitely go another 15 minutes or whatever you want. But guys, if you have any questions, we, we, we don't want to hold them all night. So we, <laughs> We'll try to get in some questions now. Um, well, and then I was just going to say what we do want to say is that like if you are thinking of starting, a, even if it's not a YouTube channel, whether it's a YouTube channel or just something new, something, yeah, just this is the time to do it. Just this don't it. be afraid to just jump like just if you don't know how to do anything at all. We have Google at our fingertips. We have YouTube. <laughs> Look it up. You can learn. And like, we learned everything. We started from scratch. We're totally self-taught. Like um, Google University is where we attended. <laughs> yes, <laughs> YouTube University. Yeah. I guess Google too, but YouTube more so. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And if you are into um, learning more about YouTube, we have a ton of resources on our website. You can check it out at essatinoartists.com. Um, and we also have our, our YouTube channel, of course, which you can get to it from imdreamdriven.com if you if you don't know how to spell Esatino. I don't know if we have a banner for that. Okay, How did you guys think of that name, by the way? I forgot to ask you that. Jewel's last name is Tolentino, and my last name is Esalen. Esatino. Oh. It's oh, the first first part of her last name, and it's the last part of okay. my last name. Yeah, That's perfect. You know, you know. <laughs> I love that. We made that up when we were doing the greeting card company. Yeah, it was just like it. Yeah, it was such like um, I don't want to say juvenile thing, but like you know, when you come up with a business name, you're like, oh yeah, that sounds cool. Let's just, let's do it. Let's run with it. And then now we just don't want to give it up. It's part of who we are. It's our brand. Like, yeah. yeah. When we were first coming up with everything, so I went and got this book called business for dummies back when those dummies books were really popular yeah and the first thing it says you need to come up with a name so we're like okay let's come up with a name so she's just literally has a piece of paper and she's writing down different things and then 
I'm trying to read the book and, and it says, okay, we need to have a website. And then all of a sudden she blurted out and she was like, Essatino. And I was like, what, what is that? And then, <laughs> and then she's like, that could be our name. And I was like, yes. And that was it. That was our name. I love it. It's perfect. Well, I thank you guys so much. I, I love talking to you and I love like your energy and how you're just always, um, growing and learning and not holding yourself back. It's amazing. Thank um, you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, thanks for reaching out that um, yeah. time for the interview. It's been really fun. Um, I see some, a couple of questions if we could answer yeah, them. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we'll do speed round. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's do it. Do you nice. still recommend Camtasia for video editing? Yes, yes. that's what, <laughs> that is what we the, pretty much use for all 1200 of our videos that we currently have. Um, highly recommended because it's very user friendly. Uh, something like Final Cut or Adobe Premiere, they're great. Obviously, people edit movies on them, but it's very the learning curve initially. If you've never edited a video, is going to be a steeper learning curve. You're definitely going to need to spend a lot more time. Whereas with Camtasia, it's very ground level, but you can do still complex things. I've edited many different kinds of videos, music videos, tutorial videos. Um, uh, more uh, deeper projects. So you can go really basic and you can go in depth and deep with it. So yes, recommend Camtasia. TubeBuddy is, uh, they do have a free uh, option, but with the free option, you're very limited in terms of how many keywords that you can see when you're doing your keyword research. So for the most part, if you want to use it to the fullest, especially the keyword tool, then you will, it's a monthly subscription. I can't remember exactly how much, but they have different plans. And, um, but it's so worth totally it. worth it. Very much worth it. Yeah. Perfect. Um, what else do we got here? Oh, there was one from Daniel. Um, I want to pivot more to YouTube. Is YouTube doing better than print on demand for you? Yes. So uh, YouTube is like our hub of things. So we make money through Google AdSense, uh, affiliate marketing, course sales, and one-on-one -on -one coaching with us. So services. we've created that umbrella all from just our, our one YouTube channel. So yes, it's doing better than print-on-demand, but print-on-demand right now is completely passive because we don't really do much with it right now, so. Yeah. And Daniel has a channel too for anyone who's listening. Yeah. Daniel on the show too, so definitely follow him. Um, Daniel, you should do more shows, definitely, or more videos. I think um, I already answered how um, often would you post from Patty. Yeah. So yeah. let's move on. Is there another one? Mm -hmm. uh, what was it? A YouTube course. I took a YouTube course a long time ago that said to transcribe the whole script and add it. To the video and the code. So. We actually don't do transcription on like a manual transcription. So we just right now allow the YouTube AI software to do it after a certain amount of time that your video has been um, online. It kind of the the robot does it, um, but, but it, it is it is beneficial. Transcribe. Like yeah. if, but we just we produce videos like Monday to Thursday every week, sometimes Friday and Saturday, that it's just too- So you gotta pick too, our priorities, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very good to do that. Um, yes, it does 
it does add to the whole keywords thing, SEO. So if you can do that, if you have the resource to do that, then absolutely. I never knew you could do that or ever thought about that. You can transcribe the video and add it in code to the video. Yeah, you can yeah. do it manually or you can, there are companies where you just give them your video link and then you pay them per minute or per words, uh, depends. There's so many companies and then they will either send you the transcript or upload it for you. Wow. Yeah. Never crossed my mind in a million years. Yeah. Uh, YouTube does do it somewhat. Right. Yeah. They, when you choose the option for it to happen, not everyone chooses it, but we have it, but it's not completely perfect. Like it's not <laughs> going to be fully accurate. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to be completely perfect. We have that checked. I have not really done anything with transcribing. You can, you can go on your mobile phone and type in mm -hmm. your channel on the app. And be, before you actually click on the video, you know how it starts playing in silent. If mm -hmm. you just hover over it, you, if it, if you do have it checked, then you'll start seeing like text on there. Captions. Uh, okay. Yeah. Is it a good idea to check it? I mean, to have that option? Maybe I should do that. I don't think ours does that. Uh, for us, because we do have an international audience yeah. and they do use that. So um, even though it's not completely perfect. Yeah. And then that way people could watch it even if they don't have the sound on probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. what I do sometimes is I'm just, uh, scrolling and then you you kind of pause and then it just starts playing without you yeah. actually clicking on the video i actually do that a lot yeah yeah all right i'll have to make sure i add that good tip okay. um i think we yeah, answered think the questions yeah um, but yeah if you are interested in starting a youtube channel feel free to check the description down below there is a link uh to our youtube course um yeah. here um, exclusively for the merch money viewers. Um, the course is literally like $14.95 right now. We're just gonna make it super cheap. Oh, you still have it at the intro price. Yeah, yeah. just letting just oh my god, $14.95, guys. I thought it was way more than that. That's yeah, like, no, no, it's literally it $14. <laughs> yeah, no, just oh we want to just make it super simple to people. We're super passionate about people taking action and learning something new and doing something with it. Because we were very fortunate to have done this to ourselves. Like we just wanna help as many people as possible, especially in this time right now. So yes, if you have ever thought about starting a YouTube channel, literally now would be the time when everyone yeah. is online. <laughs> and I, I took it and I, obviously I have a YouTube channel, but I don't necessarily do it right. <laughs> Or do it perfectly like I, I there's so many things that i'm missing so i got to go through the whole thing and learn more about TubeBuddy buddy and learn more about you know things that i'm not doing right now so i um definitely recommend it yeah um patty the link will be down in the in description, description below on oh she's on facebook i think it only um i think the link only shows up in youtube because i added it at the last um, minute. So Patty, if you go to you, our Merch Money YouTube channel and click on the description, you'll see it. Great. Awesome. So. Thank you guys so yeah, much. Yeah, we've for had so much in. fun. And thank you, Helen. Like, this was really fun. <laughs> thank you so much. And uh, hopefully we can talk to you again in the future. Keep in touch. Um, but I um, really admire you both. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you. No problem. Stay safe, okay. everybody. Yes, stay and positive. Stay learn healthy. something. Yes. <laughs> Thank you everyone for watching. We'll see you next time.